So this is Vinyl Verdict. I'm Welcome. Bell. I'm Jamie. I'm Ploof. I still can't remember which name I'm going by, so that's the one I'm going with. This guy. Hey. Mm. What's up, Ploof? You can use your fursona. <laughs> oh, oh not comfortable God. sorry well i'll edit that out what even what even would my fursona be i don't even know nicholas poof <laughs> getting your little good. poofy animal yeah 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 totally <laughs> would be something like that it'd be very poofy it would be a, a beaver oh okay got yeah. a poofy beaver yeah. don't assume my fursona uh-huh. <laughs> all right we're getting already <laughs> into dice here yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway okay hey this week we're listening to super tramps crime of the century their third album yeah, why'd you pick that? I like that album. That's a good reason Say to less. pick an album, yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you want to of I mean, no, we could just share our thoughts. I just thought maybe you'd have oh. some backstory. Oh, okay. So the first time I heard the album, I was driving to a pool hall at like eleven thirty at night on a Thursday. How old were you, Jamie? Driving to the pool 20? hall. <laughs> right. 20. 20. Nice. Um, my roommate Brent and I were going to go to a pool hall with like four other guys that we lived down the hall from. Sure. Down the pool hall. Yeah, <laughs> down the pool hall. Anyway, this is sketchy pool hall that's like underneath like a strip mall. Um, that's pretty cool. Near though. the university we mm-hmm. went to. That's like actually pretty cool. And at 1130 at night, Andy Frost used to host a show on... Q107 in Toronto where they played a classic album side. So he would just play the whole side of an album. Cool. And they that picked cool. side two of Crime of the Century. which Really? Is, Interesting is, side. Yeah. I like side two. Really? But um, <laughs> we stayed in the car until the fucking album side. It was like a, it's like a three minute drive from my apartment to this pool hall or the apartment that I lived in at the time. Um, and so we started the journey like partway through the first track on side two, which I can't remember right now what the first track on side two is. Um, and then we sat there all the way through the end, which is crime of the century. It yeah. ends on crime of the century. Yeah. Um, and we were just like, we were like psyched to play pool at 1130 on a Thursday evening. <laughs> In this pool hall that served beer to anyone, yeah, um, because it was an unlicensed pool that hall. Sounds exactly that like was what selling it was just you... bottles of beer out of a beer case. <laughs> when you told me it was under a strip mall, <laughs> um, man, it was the sketchiest place. We used to go there a lot. Nice. They had like twenty five pool tables all lined up in a row. It's like it's like a very long building because yeah. it's un- it's like the entire basement of the pool uh, of the strip mall. Yeah, and it was like right above what used to be an LCBO store. Oh, so there's tons of like ways to I don't know move beer up and down from the basement yeah, to the LCBO. Yeah. What's an LCB? Uh, LCBO? Liquor Control LCBO. Board of yeah, Ontario, it's, uh, like BC Liquor Store. Yeah, gotcha. But the Ontario version of that. And gotta go to Liquor yeah. Control. Yeah, the LC. Yeah, <laughs> yeah gotta hit the LC. <laughs> gotta hit the LC. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. It's so uh, fucking like Eastern out. Canadian dude. Don't even worry about it. Fuck. Um. Yeah, well, because on Ontario they have the LCBO and then they have the beer store. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, brewer yeah. brewers retail um, is like the only place you can buy beer other than the LCBO in Ontario. Hmm. Like the the breweries, 
like own a small stake in it. Like each brewery owns a small stake in it, and they they're the only people that take bottle returns and stuff. I've never heard of someone call a liquor store a beer store. No, that's what they're that's called. That's what they're called. I love yeah, that though. Beer Just store. like yeah. I'm gonna go to the beer store. Do you want anything? I'd be like, you uncultured swine. Yeah, <laughs> beer store. Yeah, no, that's what it's called. It's called the beer store. That's it used crazy. to be called Brewers Retail, but now it's just called the beer store. Um, because people, that's what people call it. It's just like, we're going to go to the beer store, Yeah, <laughs> but it, it's cool. You walk in there and you're just like, what do you want? And they're like, you'd be like, okay, I want a 24 pack of like fucking Laker beer or whatever. And then some guy will like go into the back and be like, Oh, get a Laker beer. <laughs> they go to the back. They go, sorry, all we got is beer. <laughs> they don't even have a choice. And then, and then they like send it out on the rollers. They just slide it out, and you grab it, and you pay for it. Oh, that's like that root beer game, root beer tapper. Yeah, pretty much. It's like tapper. That's cool. Yeah, slides it out. Yeah, the guy just slides it out. Yeah, anyway. Mm. But uh, it's like the one place you can recycle bottles. So, like, if you got wine bottles and stuff, you can re- recycle mm-hmm. there. Anyway, that's not really what we were talking about. <laughs> not at all. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so I like that album so much from listening to it on the journey from my apartment to the pool hall that man I, I i don't know i've liked that album for a long time it has a good memory not mm. going to the pool hall the pool hall is like a, not a great memory yeah but listening to this album for the last 30 years yeah for the last yeah for the last 30 <laughs> years those 15 years ago so, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> yeah for the last 30 years i've really enjoyed this album i'm 34 <laughs> Please, what, what are your thoughts your initial thoughts on the album um so my dad actually has tons of super tramp i've probably seen and listened to this album tons of times uh the one that i really that like sticks out in my mind is uh the american breakfast what is it again breakfast in america breakfast in america yeah american breakfast it's it's like it's like a waitress and stuff it's really space prison (laughs) (laughs) definitely not space prison but um so when I heard we were doing Super Tramp, I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'm familiar with that band. It's not one that I've gotten into lots, but I've listened to it a ton growing up. And as soon as... I didn't recognize the album art, though. And as soon as I listened to it, like, first track, I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, I've heard this, like, dozens of yeah. times. Second track, I'm like, oh, this is another classic that I've heard. Because oh. And not just, like, through my dad playing music, but it, they've they've got um, songs that are in a lot of, like, movies and media yeah, sure. on this album. Yeah, they're uh, in rock band. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... I like it for the most part. I overall, I think it has uh, one of my like final notes was it has a really strong start and it has a really strong finish, mm-hmm. but I don't like the in between all that much. Um, and it's not that I don't like it. It's just, it's not as good as the beginning as good the as the beginning and the end. Yeah, yeah. Sure. They said, they said in an interview, I think in the seventies that they thought crime of the century was their strongest track on the album. Yeah. They wanted, um, didn't like American audiences prefer side A or something like that? And then, yeah, actually, in certain pressings, side A and side B are reversed. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And I, I, I kind of agree. I like side A a lot more. Um, okay, sure. Yeah, okay. I, re- I think yeah. it opens super strong. Hold on. Uh, sorry. Uh, although, having said that, from side B, I like if anyone, if, if everybody was listening, is that what the song's called? Oh, yeah, that yeah. one was good. Yeah, that's uh, a good song. Yeah, it opens with school with that harmonica. Yeah. And I'm I'm just a sucker for harmonica. Like Black Sabbath, The Wizard. Um, I can't think of any other super iconic harmonica tracks right now, but like it's always a weird, pleasant. Heart of Gold. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh. Um, but it's always a nice kind of like weird opening. You don't hear it a lot. Well, <laughs> That's another thing is there's a lot of instruments on this album as well. Yes, yeah. And I feel like that's a thing that used to happen more frequently 
or maybe it was just with popular bands that back then. I don't know. In like the seventies, like progressive rock album, right? Almost. So there's a lot of like yeah. symphonic rock elements to it. Yeah. So. But overall, I I really liked it personally. Um, it's not my favorite. No. But. I don't think it's my favorite either, but yeah. I, I like this album in its own. Like, I, I, it's not like a go-to album, but like it would yeah. be my go-to Super Tramp album. I'd probably choose Breakfast in America. Sure, but this one is I didn't recognize it at all, and I was like, oh, yeah. my, it's probably one I I haven't listened to much. But like I said, as soon as it played, I was like, oh yeah, I've heard this dozens of times. Um, I think that Bloody Well Right is like probably oh. one of their best songs. Yeah. Sure. Um, used in plenty of like movies and the, like the piano intro to that yeah song is yeah amazing. it's great yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so um, the, the, it's just like instantly recognizable yeah as soon as it started i was like i don't even know what song this is but yeah. like i know what song this is which was like super cool uh what'd you think bell so i am a classic rock newbie having uh-huh. only listened to the live Live at Leeds. <laughs> so, Good start. Uh, I don't two. think I've ever listened to Supertramp before. Okay. Uh, at least never like on purpose. Sure. Uh, and then so I was really excited to talk about this. It was really hard. Because this album, sorry for my language, freaking rocks. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck? Yeah. It got bops all over it. Yeah. 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 From like the very start, I was just hooked. I was like, wow. This is... I'm glad you like this. Very, song. very good. Wow, yeah. So nice. hearing that this isn't even their best album, I'm like, wow, I clearly I need to go. I mean, it's choice. To it's like it's Breakfast in America. Yeah, you should. Honestly, if you did like this one, definitely check out Breakfast Usually in America. Usually I like when I'm doing these uh, reviews or like listens, I'll listen to it just like in the background and kind of like enjoy it just to get a feel of like the ups and downs of it. But the whole time I just listened to it actively. I was like, man, this is just great. I want to pay attention. It's like the story elements I liked from Live at Leeds, but more cohesive. And I think some yeah. of it's just that it's recorded, not live. So, like, you yeah. hear all the details yeah. and, like, all the instruments and, like, even just the instrumentals themselves, melodies told yeah. the story, not necessarily just the lyrics. I was like, wow. I just the way they're coming in and leaving. I was like, this is really powerful. I don't I don't think there's, like, a cohesive story to the album. I think it's just a collection of songs. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, a lot of the songs tell a story yes. in their own right, like a short story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it just feels so good and i wanted to actually like listen to the lyrics so i understood instead of just the instrumentals which again doesn't always happen until you're like wanting to sing along to a song or play it on guitar or whatever like that and though the songs are all really long none of them felt like it yeah it's eight tracks yeah. for like 44 minutes or yeah. something and it does not, bad, not right? feel like that yeah. at yeah. all yeah, i like- never felt like i was looking to see if i was on a different song I knew because they were all very unique. Some and of the, like some that. Like of the songs good. have musical changes within the track, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Like Bloody Well Right starts off as a piano song yeah. and then it gets going. Changes, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it still feels like the same story's being told. And I so like, I was like, man, it's really good. Yeah. I feel like Dreamer kind of does the same thing. Like sure. starts mm-hmm. a little different and then picks up another yeah, like real. huge banger. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, this yeah. As much as like I don't like the middle as much, it is filled with a lot of huge classics. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm happy to hear as well that you've been enjoying the classic rock kick. Yes, I'm excited for what's next. If like <laughs> these first two, uh, like no spoilers, but the these first two are going to be in the top three albums so far. Damn. And like uh, this one will probably stay in the top three for like a while. Like this was really, really good. I'm glad. Uh, if you want to borrow Breakfast in America, I also have that one. Uh, luckily, my friend Spot Iffy will Spot help me Iffy? with that. I'm not sure if I know him. Oh, yeah. He'll, he'll lend me the album, though. Never so. heard of him, yeah. 
So anyway, um, tell me more about what you think about this album, or what 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 you thought about the album rather. I don't know if I have any other kind of like general thoughts, but what, what, uh, what's a standout track for you? Oh man, all like <laughs> Dreamer oh, just, being like it. that, sure. like peppy made it feel like I was watching something yeah. really exciting, uh, and it kind of called back to other songs, but nothing that I could like really pinpoint. But again, I really liked the like kind of bar call song par- portions of them where it's like calling an answer. Yeah, uh, I didn't find myself bored because a lot of the choruses don't repeat. No, like yeah. it just goes from A to B and then it ends. Um, I think it maybe lacked a little bit in the middle, but nothing too crazy. There's and I a think couple I prefer like side songs a. that I, I I could do without. Yeah, um, like Rudy is kind of whatever. Um, yeah, for me. Yeah, Rudy's kind of like a nothing song. Asylum, I'm also not crazy about. Oh, that one's kind of fun. It's like, I don't know. I'm just kind of like a little... It's it's not the album for me right now, simply because I'm kind of sick of piano and singing at the moment. Sure. I've been listening to I like a lot how of like just Ru- piano right Asylum now. Asylum so. ends. I like how that... Oh, okay. Yeah, because it kind of ends with like a... Not like a crescendo or... I don't know what the, oh, the yeah. musical term is. It, it gets louder as it gets in, uh, over. Right. Yeah. Well, before we go too deep into individual songs, do you have any final thoughts before we give it one last lesson? No, let's just let's let's listen and enjoy. Yes, please. Right, you bloody well right. You got a bloody right to say. Right, you bloody well right. Wow. What an album. What an it's still achievement. still great. Did what you, a musical achievement. Do you know it's in the top fifty rock albums of all time? I hope this album. It's like the top ten progressive rock albums of all time. According really? To, according to the NME. That's actually very interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Who's yeah. beating them? Like Rush mostly? Genesis. Is it just like nine Genesis. Rush albums? Genesis. Genesis. Yeah, there's a bunch of Genesis <laughs> albums in there. Maybe maybe it's a Genesis album that I'll pick. Hey, that's the A-O. next one. Yeah, yeah. No, cool. I don't think we're gonna pick it for. I, I want to vary it up. I don't want to yeah. do like. It's just only classic rock. Yeah, just all. Well, most always. of my collection is classic rock. Yeah, mm. but that's cool though. Um, there's a lot of brass and woodwind. Like I said before, yeah. there's a lot of instruments on this, and a lot of guys playing multiple instruments, which is always something I'm like really happy to see. It makes me kind of remember back when like a lot of touring bands would literally just like in their downtime mess around on each other's instruments and stuff and jam on stuff. Like the drummer would teach people a little bit and get the guitarist and the bassist would like trade a few things. And even the singer would just like pick up instruments now and then, Mm -hmm. even if that's all he did was sing really. So it's nice, especially seeing harmonica and like some saxophone in some of the songs too. Um, I don't know. I always like that kind of bigger band vibe like I do enjoy a solid just like a trio or like four four dudes guitar bass singer drums and that's it but it's nice seeing that elevation with just a few more instruments that just fills out the whole sound stage really nicely yeah um gives it a more not opera what's the word I'm looking for um 
not big band. I don't know. Orchestral. That's yeah, what sure. gives it a more orchestral vibe, which I uh, really the, enjoy. The, the album feels large. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it feels it, like big songs, big band. Yeah. Well, kind of. It just feels like, like five guys. But. It feels it feels like uh, another album I have, which is the Procol Harm album that they recorded with the Edmonton Symphony Orchestra. Oh, that's cool. So maybe I'll pick that one one yeah. day. Yeah. So anyway, so that album was recorded with the band playing in front of an entire orchestra playing in the background. And that album sounds huge because yeah. it's played in a concert hall in, in Edmonton, which is like a weird place for an English rock band to play. But it's a really good live album. You know, back then there weren't a lot of big concert halls in Canada. So, uh, you know, you know, so that was played at Jubilee Hall in Edmonton. I've been there. Did you know there's also the same Jubilee Hall in Calgary? It's the same building. They built it twice. <laughs> no it was built, there was one in nor- Northern Alberta and one in Southern Alberta <laughs> built to commemorate the Jubilee nice. of Alberta. There you go. Nice. You learned something new about Alberta. Yeah, that's cool. I've been to the Edmonton one for sure. I don't know if I've also been to the Calgary one. Same building. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I've been to both. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite song on the whole album? Probably Crime of the Century. Yeah, okay. Fair. Although, having said that, Bloody Well Right is like a song you can listen to at any time. Yeah. Crime of the Century is kind of like a... It's a lot of a song. Yeah. And it ends with a lot of a song. Like the the outro to Crime of the Century is like one of my top ten favorite outros to oh, any yeah. album. Cool. It just like wow, it's just loud, and it's just like I don't know, it feels big, weighty. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it feels like something important is happening. Yeah, um, it feels like like you said, even though the stories don't lead into each other, mm-hmm. like uh, rock opera or something. Yeah, it does feel like the end of a big story. The final song even yes. though they it's like more of a collection of short stories yeah sure absolutely yeah, yeah it does feel like a collection of short stories it's yeah. like watching an episode of the twilight zone right like, yeah like every story is contained with it, anthology yeah there you go it's an anthology it's an episode <laughs> of star trek sure hey star trek isn't an anthology all of them are anthologies they never reference back to something and everything wraps up within one episode no, they totally have storylines. Okay, okay, certain storylines overarch, but like most most things happen in an most episode. Most episodes and are relatively self-contained, but that's yeah. not the same thing as what an anthology yeah. is. They, they call it an anthology. Like T- TNG really? is an anthology show. Yeah. I would not call it. It's more it. like American Horror Story. It's the same cast, just playing different characters, you know? Sure, why, why not? Yeah, sure. I don't yeah. know if I'd call Star Trek an no. anthology. Whatever. That's if fine. everyone was listening, though. I don't know. I was going with it. Okay. Uh, school was a great start to school the album. A great song. Yeah. Man, uh, the piano start. is great. And again, it sets the production tone uh, where it's like, don't do this and don't do. And it's like going between the channels. I was like, oh, like that's great. I was that's listening with beat. headphones. Yeah, there, there was, was like a lot of right, cool st- right. stereo panning stuff back in Feels the, great. the 60s and 70s. They really just nailed it. Like yeah. it felt great every single time. And again, brought my attention back if it was starting to lapse. Because again, just again, to yeah. be really slow and like over. And I'm like, oh. Like, like yeah. the, the combination of Dreamer followed by Rudy, I think is really effective. Because Dreamer is kind of like a lighthearted song. Yeah. And Rudy is kind of like um, more of a heavy song. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like the tone is a lot different. Um, Some of the guitar licks in it were really nice. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote that down. I don't know about Dreamer. I'm conflicted on Dreamer because it feels like it doesn't suit this album. 
It felt oh, really? like the longest song on it because it is the only song that really repeats or has any sure. sort of like traditional chorus it, and like it was, progression. It was the big radio play, I'm pretty sure. Well, Bloody Well Right was and the big bl- hit oh, in, in, yeah. in Canada. Yeah, yeah, so th- yeah. This album was a hit in the UK, Canada, and Germany. It went uh, diamond here, which is a million record sales, which is actually pretty impressive because... Yeah, Super Tramp is like... A surprisingly Canadian, like they're not Canadian, I don't yeah. think, but like they're very popular. They're very in popular Canada. in Canada. Yeah, there's only yeah. Like two million people in Canada, so they sell a million yeah. records. Yeah. Like, like, okay, okay. So in 1974, I think there was approximately 25 million people in Canada. So if you think that they sold a million records, they sold it's it to like of... they sold it to a good portion of Canadians. Yeah, especially when a lot of those people are going to be very young or very old. Yeah, yeah. Like, sure. It's crazy. Yeah. So yeah. um I thought the some of the effects pedals that they use, like on Bloody Well Right, they use the wah pedal really neat. And that, yeah. That's a really cool lick. Um, and I thought like some of the, like some of the ins- instrumentation is just like excellent, and it's layered, yeah. and it's like there's so much of it, and it's layered. And if you listen to it like on a, there's a quadraphonic mix of this album, and it sounds incredible. I listened to it on my. Uh, surround sound system oh yeah uh, and that's not really like a great way of listening to music but like listening to how they further pan- like you were talking about how they panned it from one ear to the other mm-hmm. imagine if they panned it four different ways so sounds overwhelming yeah it's almost <laughs> overwhelming yeah but it's it's like it's it's a, it's it's a different experience i bet they'd be really good live like I didn't look that up, like live experiences of the shows. So they broke up in '83. Yeah. Um, I think Roger Hodgson tours on his own, but I'm not. I'm not up on that. I'm not. I'm not looking. Oh yeah, that. I'm not trying to go see them live now. I assume that they'd be <laughs> way too old, and it yeah, would be if any of them years are alive and shit. Why like, not? Like some some bands like that that are known for their like large, like Pink Floyd. I know individually. So. Yeah, Roger Waters. Yeah, so Roger Waters was good. Did and then, you? Uh, yeah, I saw the wall where they had like the big screen or made so of much. bricks and stuff like that. And I they flew a plane into it. I had never listened to Roger Waters or Pink Floyd. I still oh haven't. Oh my god! And I've um, seen them live. Oh, I fucking hate. You. Yeah, it was <laughs> good. I mean, I guess it was good. I was probably just high because I was so far up in the smoke. But I was like seventeen. I wanted to see them when I was like 18, but tickets were like 300 They played Skydome when I was a kid. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Um, David Gilmore's tickets are cheaper than Roger Waters. Yeah, but I want to see Roger Waters. Well, he's a guitarist, though. So, well, Roger Waters is the bass player, but like David Gilmore's the guitarist. Yeah, but didn't Waters write most of... Yeah, he wrote most yeah. of the song. Yeah. I did like the end of this album. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Crime yeah. of the Century. Crime of the Century uh, is bad. I mean, like we kind of talked about it, but like the uh, hard hits and guitar riffs that hit after yeah. about 30 seconds and again like a minute later. And then when that sax comes in. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of big, loud endings. Like it's the same thing on the White Album that ends in um, Revolution 9. Like what is it? The loud Beatles song oh, that yeah. ends okay. where it's got like the mystery chord and everything. I don't like that big build up to just noise. Yeah. But this one stays within the boundary of like, oh, this is still music and it's just again expressing Does the White something. Album end in a, a day in the life? No. I a day in the remember. life is on Sergeant Peppers. Maybe it isn't. Anyway. Um 
That, yeah, that I, one ends in a chord. That's what I'm thinking of. I yeah. love the final track. It is great. I like yeah. that they saved it, like the title track for last. <clears throat> uh, it's super instrumental, too. Like, it's got these really long stretches yeah. of just music, um, no lyrics, which I thought was a nice sort of change of pace from a bunch of the album. I mean, it does, they're long songs, so there's a bunch of jamming in between everything, but this one kind of especially felt more um, instrument oriented, which was sure. kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like the way that whole track to me is probably the defining sound of the album mm. even though it's the last track and the worst part of it it is is if you look at the ring structure it's the one closest to the run out right which is traditionally the place where you put your weakest song because it sounds the worst because the rings are that small mm-hmm. right um but on this one they put it in the center and it's probably one of their best and loudest songs and it, you know the copy i have is 180 grams so like the there's a lot more room for like deeper grooves and stuff like that because there's a lot more material i wonder what it would sound like on an original pressing i don't have one yeah well, probably you know buy one. i've always wanted to like test that like i have a bunch of 180s yeah. and like I, I can believe the uh, the concept of it. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. But I'd really like to get like a crazy hi-fi system, like tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah. And then like play two records side by side and really see if, mm-hmm. if there's a really audible difference. Because like I don't know, it makes sense. But yeah. old color discs sound awful. Really? Oh, they sure do. I have a Mother Mother album, and it's like green see-through. Oh, yeah. Sounds worse than if I listen to it on the radio. Oh, I'm God. like, how is this so bad? Yeah. And I think it really depends on the artist. Like, the artists who care, again, yeah. Gorillas, Beck has some really nice ones where, like, you can tell yeah. it is just really good. Even but, those uh, two meters albums I got, those were both colored, the blue and orange one or whatever. Mm. Yeah. Looks pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be, yeah. Yeah. I don't like picture discs. Picture discs never sound good. Colored vinyl is hit or miss. Picture discs, I feel like people get really lazy. Like, I have a George Ezra one, and, like, there isn't even an album cover. It's just, like, in a sheet of plastic because it's a picture disc. Yeah. I'm like, I hate that. Oh, that's I don't like they want to show it off. My uh, Hail Mary Mallon album is like that, too. And yeah, it's super it. cool. Like, the art on the picture disc is sick, but. I have a copy a of a single disc. from Yes called Don't Kill the Whale. Yeah. And. It's the same song on both sides, but it's yellow colored vinyl, but there's a whale like in the vinyl. Can you hear the whale when the <laughs> stylus yeah. goes over it? Yeah, you can hear the whale. No way, really? No, you can't hear Oh, okay, cool. Don't kill the whale, though. Yeah, nuke the whales. Nuke the whales. Got to nuke something. Got to nuke something. <laughs> nuke something. <laughs> well, it's like the a uh, lot of albums now for singles will just have art on the other side. Yeah. Like where it's not playable. It's just they'll, art on the other do, side of the record. Yeah, like an etch Yeah, because they don't have a B-side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have yeah. a singles my, are pointless now. One of my Queens of the Stone Age albums does that. The third side is just nothing, or the fourth side is just nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not really a it's not le- really a double album. It's like a one and a half album. Yeah, yeah. You have a single, and I there's like the clean version and the regular version, one wow. on each side. I'm like, why? Wow. Hey, you gotta cle- you gotta keep it classy sometimes. Yeah. You want to save when that clean over. version? It's true. Um, I don't know. It's probably a DJ thing. Hmm. I have I so I have the copy of uh, Sledgehammer, the Peter Gabriel. Yes, I am aware that you have a copy of that one. Okay, so I have so the album, yeah. and then I have the seven-inch single that I've had for years, that has has um, that, and then another song on the other side. I don't remember what it is. And then I in that auction the other day, I got in the twelve-inch single, 
which has Sledgehammer, which is like the album version of the single. And then on the opposite side, there's like three dance remixes of it. I'm just like, who's dancing to Sledgehammer? That's not <laughs> a dance. Now. It's not a dance song. <laughs> it's like. Uh, any other final thoughts? Should we go into the final verdict? Ooh. Well, I don't know. Let's talk about the the record. So the the record oh, yeah. um, that I received, I got the reprint. It came out in maybe 2018, I think it was. No, this one says 2014. Oh, okay. What's the um, record label? Uh, this is A&M Records. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. Um, it's got a like a pretty lame label on it. Um, it's the original sleeve, repressed. the The cardboard is actually much thicker than what you'd expect for a sleeve. It feels like a much nicer sleeve than you, you would get had you bought the album, you know, forty years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, comes with a little poster. The opposite side has uh, the lyrics on it for both sides of the album. It's actually not Very bad. Nice. Top hats. Yeah, it's the the guys with the top hats from the back of the. Anyway. They're naked on the back. They're naked on the back. Anyway, um, the album is in a decent sleeve. The 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 sleeve itself is black that the album sits in. Hmm. Um, my copy came crunched on. It was very crunched. The two corners and it makes me very depressed. But I got it for free. Thank you, Daddy Bezos, um, because I complained. It was same day delivery, twenty four bucks. Hmm. So twenty four bucks. Yeah, that's a great deal. Yeah, it's one hundred eighty gram. Um, I think it was printed in the Netherlands, which is a strange place for records to be printed. Hmm. Um, like yeah, what? Baron Netherlands. Yeah. Anyway, the you know the the album itself, like they didn't do anything special for the reissue. Um, it is an excellent reissue. It's not remastered. It's just a reissue of the original master. Um, there is a remastered version. That, for example, the version that you listen to on Spotify is a remaster. Um, I don't know what the version is on I Google found, Music. Yeah, I found YouTube or something. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's it's a good sounding album, no matter how you listen to it. Sure. Um, yeah. It has a good amount of depth to the music, especially when if you listen to it at a decent volume. Especially if you're listening to it in headphones. You mm-hmm. said you listening to headphones, right? Yeah, it sounded great. Um, yeah. Yeah, so the the album itself, if you can get it for like twenty bucks, buy it. Like you can't go wrong. Um, there's a good amount of music on on both sides. Um, there's not not a whole lot of filler. If there were more than eight tracks, I think I'd like the album less. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fair. I, the album doesn't overstay its welcome. Yeah, forty four minutes is about. I was gonna say it's probably about time. average. Yeah, that's about average for an album in the seventies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so um um overall packaging probably good the packaging like like six six it's fine fine. yeah the album art's kind of neat i guess spectacular. so the guy who did the art was a guy named paul wakefield he's done a whole bunch of other albums since then but this is his first uh that he did the cover for it's a picture he took and then he there's like multiple exposures and then that's how we get the star effect on it he took a picture of the night sky with the guy holding the bars up oh i I don't even believe that multiple exposures (laughs) i need a fact check on that those stars are very pronounced i would have assumed it was all just like some artist yeah 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 so so it's like multiple 
exposures of the same image, right? So and they're just superimposed yeah. on each other. That's cool. But anyway, um, um, what's the album? What do you give it? What is the whole thing? What is your final verdict? All kid and caboodle. Okay, so we do it out of thirteen for no particular reason. Yes, you do. You yeah. give it. You give it out of whatever you want. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think it's like a nine and a half out of thirteen, or it could be six bicycles out of a toupee. Sure, that's pretty good. Like. Yeah. Mm. How about you, Pluff? I give it a solid um, eight out of thirteen. I think, which is are you choosing the thirteen rating too? I'm well. It's what we've done. How and many it's bowls what of I'm, ramen is it? It's a whole lot. <laughs> I don't know. It's a good album. I've heard it plenty of times. It has lots of hits that I grew up listening to, both uh, in my basement and like in media. You know, so like I grew sure. I grew up with this album, even though it's not from like when I was a kid at yeah. all. Um, but it was just always in movies it's music and your stuff. parents listened to. Yeah, it's music yeah. my parents listened to, but not just that. It was totally still in media. Like this was on the radio all the time, you know, Dreamer and stuff. Sure. We'd listen to classic rock stations and uh Super Tramp would come on. Now Journey, Pearl Jam Genesis. is considered classic rock. I know. It kills me. <laughs> 90s grunge is now classic, classic rock. Because it doesn't sound um, like modern rock. <laughs> I know, yeah. But um <clears throat> yeah, I really liked it. I would totally buy it if I found it for like twenty bucks at the store. Sure. Uh the only reason I wouldn't get it is because I mean, this is probably years away, but I get my, I want my re- my dad's records when he passes away, and he's probably got a copy of you this. You hearing that, Dad? <laughs> I told him already. He knows I want he's the records. He's gunning for you. He knows mm-hmm. I want the records. I hope he lives a long life, but he knows I want those records. That's mm-hmm. not what I'm hearing from your tone. There. Yeah, this is a little sus. Uh, for myself, I just said, if you don't like one of the songs, you probably won't like any. Ooh. I liked all of them. Wow. <laughs> uh, I ended up listening to it on repeat throughout my work day. And oh, it was something I would casually listen to. Huh. And I put, I would definitely buy this if it was under $50. So the fact that it's Damn. like 25 easy buy. Mm-hmm. I probably would spend up to like 60 or 70 luckily, like It was really good. Luckily for you, Super Tramp is popular in Canada, but even then, not, the you know. Record store around the corner from... Blue fed. Yeah, they probably had. Yeah, right? totally. So, so I'm definitely gonna pick one up. It's yeah. gonna be a hard album to top. I do the top gear ranking, in which case I'm putting it right under Slide in the number two spot. Ooh. Damn. Ooh. I don't remember what I gave Slide under your crazy scale. Uh, the crazy scale. Whoa. But I give it a ten out of thirteen. Wow. Uh, we should I liked make it a like lot. a. We should make like a board. Yeah. How many um how many cubes of ice out mm-hmm. of uh banana split is it? I'd put one cube of ice on each nipple. Wow. Uh, that's how high I rate this wow. album. And rub them? No. <laughs> nope. That's for Slide. Oh. Slide gets the rubbing. <laughs> that's getting good. Crime of the Century just lays them on top. Uh, this album was very good. It doesn't top, obviously, one of my top albums of all time. Slide. But this is previous very, very, very good. Very, very good. Mr. Ploof, you have the next choice. Yeah. So it's funny that we talked about albums that have kind of filler at the very end. Um, my next choice is from a rapper who died a couple years ago now, I think mm. maybe just last year. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, but gift of gab rejoice rappers are rapping again is my choice for the next album. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I don't oh, wanna, can't tell. Don't want to say anything else. Just I was did. just going to say, not going to no more. Not so if he did not like it, it that, would be a weird choice. But I, mean, I, the, guess, I guess oh, I did the now now and I didn't like that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that was a weird choice. Why not, it was right? a great, Yolo. great starting. None of us really like yeah. that album. No, um, but yeah, if you if you like hip hop and you haven't heard of Gift of Gab, 
this is a pretty cool record to stay tuned to. And if you've never heard of Supertramp, now you have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah for all of those non-Canadians. You <laughs> are welcome. Uh, well, thanks for listening. I hope we tune in again to another podcast from people who like records and records who like people. Like us. Like us. Yeah. Yeah. Supertramp. Yeah, I'm also Supertramp. here. Say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. See goodbye ya. now.